Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. And my patrons, it's time for the podcast who's bringing the dolls down under uh, virtually to your ears as we travel across some uh, Australian landmarks. Uh, it's time for Sleep With Me, patrons. The podcast you help uh, put you to keep going so I can put you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, so things you're thinking about, uh, things you're feeling physically, or emotions you're experiencing. It could be travel, could be weather, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is I got this nice, safe place to set up, plenty of room. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, that's this, I don't know how to spell it, actually. C-R-E-K-Y, dulcet, D-U-L-C-E-T. So kind of like rusted sweet sounds. Uh, you say, how's that? Oh, well, that's what you sound like, actually. I don't know. Maybe I could say, I don't think it would make, I think it would make a little bit less sense if I said dulcet froggy tones. Uh Trying to think of an F word that has like nice alliteration with frog. Like, uh, florid. Is florid a good thing? I think it is. Florid frogs. <laughs> phonetics. Uh, anyway, uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep air. Lowing, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, uh, all that stuff to keep you company. And to take your mind off of stuff, uh, just like I said. And uh, while you fall asleep, I'm really here to keep you company as you drift off. And uh, so that's kind of, um, I think that's a, that's the short version of it. Now I'll give you the long version. Now, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I've been doing the show for a little while. But, you know, when new people check out the show, just like you, I want you to feel welcome. But I want I want you to understand if you're skeptical or you're doubtful, totally I, I totally get that. And let me explain a couple of things. Because one, if you're skeptical or doubtful, you might even be like uh, might even become more because uh, this podcast is a little bit different. It doesn't make it like if you're looking for something straightforward or that makes a lot of sense. Uh, this one is more like you look at it like a cloud in the sky or a wave. Uh, yeah, on the water, you say, okay, well, that's waves not breaking, but it's uh, it's undulating. And then you might watch the next wave. And at some point you say, okay, this is like, a, it's not super wavy. It's just the water's undulating. So can't really talk like, a, that's kind of the podcast. You see, he's talking, but it's not like dramatic with like big curves and whooshes and you know, breakwater, whatever that stuff is, you know, the, the Hollywood style waves you see in all those movies and, you know, there's not surfers or what are those things called where you go, like the thing where you go through the, uh, 
like a uh, uh, gleaming the cube. That's a skateboarding reference. Uh, tubing. I think it going through the tube or something. I don't know. I'm not very good with it. My vocabulary is more geared towards putting people to sleep than making a, a deep. <laughs> my wave vocabulary. We've reached. We're past the end of it. I think as soon as they said, it's been down, as soon as they said undulate, it's been, you know, so try to pay like a loose attention. I guess that was my main thing. And a couple other things. You don't really need to listen to me. So you could kind of barely pay attention. I guess that kind of goes along with it. But here's a paradoxical thing. Also no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, The episode's going to be about an hour. The episode's going to be about an hour. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off. And then if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end. So it's kind of like uh, you, you fall asleep at your leisure. Now, uh, the structure of the show, here's what to expect. show starts off with business. That's how we keep it free for everybody. Uh, then there's an intro. The intro is about 12 to 15 minutes. And the purpose of the intro is it, it's kind of a varied, it, I guess it doesn't have a purpose, uh, which uh, people have pointed out before. Uh, it, it does have a, what's, what's the difference between having a purpose and having like something you kind of say, well, it kind of does some stuff. Uh, but so it, it, it really is part of like a lot of people's bedtime routine, uh, like their formula for sleep as we're kind of talking about tonight, where you say, okay, I'm going to wind down. I'm going to start the Sleep With Me podcast as I get ready for bed and I have my tea and I brush my teeth so or other people get in bed and then they'll start the show. And they'll pet their pets or other people will just start sinking in and getting comfortable and drifting off. Some listeners just skip ahead to the story. And some listeners fall asleep within the first few minutes. So it's kind of like, and then other people listen as part of a lot longer wind down routine. Like people listening in the tub or people like trying to unwind during the day. So initially what works like is you test out the podcast. If I, you know, if you'll have me. Is uh, and, and most people does do say it takes two or three tries to get used to the show, but it's just a you know use it as part of your wind down. You know, give yourself a time to ease into sleep. Uh, I guess that's just part of like my feelings around sleep. Yeah, it's like okay, I like to try this, this, and this together. It's part of my routine to get a good night's sleep. So kind of find out what works for you. So, oh, structure show. So that's what the intro is. Uh, then there's going to be a little business. Then there's the story. And tonight we'll be uh, cruising around Australia, I, I think, on a, like a magical comforter or quilt, uh, if I could find a way to personify it later, but uh, in, in, in visiting uh, some, some nice locations in Australia and, uh, you know, talking to them and, and, and finding out... Uh, yeah, just just a sleepy journey, I guess. It'll be fun. Hopefully I'll learn some new words, some new slang. And that's kind of structure show. And then when you think about the podcast, uh, I mean, it's I make it for you if it can help you. Like, it doesn't help everybody. But I do believe you do deserve a good night's sleep, and I'd like to be a part of uh, helping you with that if I can. And a lot of times people say, well, Scooch, what goes into the show, right? Like, what makes it for a good Sleep With Me podcast episode? Or how did, like, how did you work it tonight uh, to make it sleepy? And I guess there's, like, I'd like to think there's a lot of fancy stuff that goes in there, like pointless meanders. Oh, boy, are they fancy. Superfluous tangents. Uh, 
whatever those like phonetically frog-like, uh, f- f- frog-like phonemes. Is that even a word? Uh, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, but really, I think in the end, it's like about me being kind of present here with you at a distance you're comfortable with. Uh, uh, like that, you know, I'm here eventually if you become a regular listener for the regular listeners, you can kind of, uh, feel my presence or sense it in, in that you, there's some trust or some security or relief there. And that like, it's almost like a, like regardless of whether you're listening or not, I think that's like kind of what helps uh, fall asleep is like, uh, I'm here whether you need me or not. Uh, and I said, what's a good analogy for that? And I said, well, what about like a bedside glass of water, right? Like, because you got it there and it kind of slakes your thirst, uh, even if you don't need it, at least for me. Like, I usually have a can of sparkling water that's lost its sparkles over a few days. The sparkling water that learned, that forgot to sparkle. But having it there, and I mean, this depends on your water-to-air tolerance, you know, but like you say, okay, it's there if I need it. Uh, where for me, if it's not there, where I reach for the can and it's empty, I say, oh boy, it becomes a whole rigmarole, right? Analogy was like, how does that, how does that help the show or describe what it is? Uh, I mean, in some sense, the intention or on your end is the, the trust or whatever that's like, hey, I'm here to help is kind of the foundation of the podcast or the soil. Uh, so, that, uh, I don't know, that's what the intention of the show is, I think. But then it's like, okay, is that the, here's something deep, it's like, is that the water or the glass? Uh, like, which part's the, like, the bedtime story, right? It, 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 or, um... Oh, so I got made myself uh, even more mixed up. Uh, like I would say the intention, it is not the glass in this analogy, but if you were to stretch it a little bit, or the cup, yeah, we'll say cups, it's no glasses at bedtime. I'd say, okay, you got you. I don't know, am I, like I guess in my, I'm kind of both. I'm delivering, because you say, what what is a good word for that? It's the vessel or the, I guess the cup, uh, uh, yeah. Am I the water or the vessel? I guess I'm the the, the ship at sea. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it is something like if I come up with a softer one. I, I, this is like a like an al- analogy that you like uh, like run into a pointless meander. But for for the sake of efficiency, let's say I'm both. Uh, like, uh, and I guess the glass maybe the cup is the structure of the show. And the meander, it, but it's just no, like part of the podcast, I guess, is knowing I'm there if you need me uh, to to take your mind off stuff or keep you company. Like, so that's why it's optional to listen, but you can listen. You can take a sip whenever you need it. Uh, and the cool thing about the podcast, is it's like, so, like you could create a playlist or keep it running all night. So you say, okay, it's there. I just have to press play again, or I use a sleep timer. Also, I don't know if water has an intention, so because because like I'm saying, hey, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, because I've been there. I guess water can't. I mean, yeah, I guess water says, hey, I mean, you know, I'm what are you? Eighty eight percent water. I'm a hundred percent water, except for the cup, which is probably some percentage of water. I don't know. Maybe there's something with the flowing. Uh, the water, I mean, I guess the cool thing is, like, if if water does become sentient, 
you'd like it wouldn't water pretty have a pretty big ego then or some waters because they say holy cow i'm everywhere man you seen did you know you know who brad pitt is right you know who brad pitt is like 80 or whatever the actual factual percentage is so i'm kind of brad pitt and people love me i don't know people like have you heard about but people love to like i slake thirst and people frolic in me sometimes uh uh, like w- w- people look forward to seeing me, you know, 90, you know, a lot of percentage of the time is, oof, just got to cool you down a little bit. Uh, they like altering my temperature. I don't know. I guess I, w- once you said you're like 88% of Brad Pitt is you, I'm like, uh, no wonder your ego's huge. Uh, the Hemsworths are probably, oh, you're, oh, all of, wow, every Hemsworth. Is it Hemsworth or Helmsworth? Because they always get that mixed up. Oh, you make up all of the Hemsworths and the Helmsworths. Okay, well, that's good to know. That was water, everybody. Uh, recently sentient water. So I guess that's it. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep your company. I'm glad you're here. Like I said, a lot of reviewers, like 99%, say, hey, give it a few tries. See how it goes. The reason I make the show is because I know how it feels. I said that already, but, uh, and I want to be there when you reach out or if you're just leaving, you just have that idea in my sense, uh, hey, that water's there when I need it. Uh, Scoots is here talking. If I need to listen to him, I can. Uh, he'll keep me company. If I don't, I could either put a sleep timer on or just kind of uh, tune out. And he's just kind of rambling, keeping me company. He's my boyfriend. My boar bay, my boar bud, my boar sib, my boar bestie. So uh, I'm glad you came by. I'd like to help you fall asleep. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive uh, to do so. And uh, here's how we've been able to bring you tonight's show. Okay, everybody. It's uh, Scoots here, uh, dear Scooter. And I'm here uh, like... uh, we're floating, I'm here on a puffy, puffy cloud, and I'm going to be floating around Australia. Here, we're taking a dreamy journey, and of course, to all, we're going to be seeing some landmarks, we're going to be stopping at some iconic places, and I'm kind of going on this journey to talk to these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful places, uh, these lovely landmarks in Australia. It could kind of learn some slang. First off, of course, that's going to be handy. Uh, to mispronounce words, oh boy, will I mispronounce things. But I'll also, you know, see, like, uh, hear some sleep stories, uh, hear what these icons have to say about their formulas for sleep. And, you know, what? It, what I guess I would ask, like, what is it like being an icon? But, uh, you know, you don't, I don't want to put them on the spot. So we'll see how this goes. I'm floating into Sydney Harbor now. And we have two, two things, uh, beautiful, beautiful stops here. And one, you could say it's a span. You could say it's a bridge between two points because it is. And I'm getting, I'm almost close enough uh, to ask some questions. It's a city, it's a. Sorry about that. It's the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Good to meet you. I'm Scoots. And I I heard, what's that? Ripa. Ripa. Like, which one? Kelly? Uh, oh, boy, is she great. Uh, oh, I'm making a bridge giggle. Oh, that means great. Uh, that's my first slang word, Ripa. Like, Ripper. 
but like like a like a ripper man. Yeah, thanks. You look like you're smiling anyway. Now you're you're arguably like one of the big international symbols of Australia of Sydney Harbour. You have a great view. Holy cow! It it's good looking at you, and I'm sure it's good looking from you. You're fifty eight thousand. You got fifty eight thousand tons of steel, I believe. Though my facts in in like a six million rivets is that correct? Or because uh, they say my voice sounds like six million ribbits. Uh, so uh, what else do I have to say? I guess you have a ripper of a view. I hear, I heard there's quite a story about your opening that there was like a literal uh, a ribbon off, if they say. Uh, but really, I've been traveling all, uh, across Australia, getting to know things. Uh, also, do you know who David Harbour is? You're not related to David Harbour, are you? Oh, it's spelled differently. You are a fan, though. So am I. You know, I just wanted to check just because he, he like, uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, you, you're cooler than him. You're more of a ripper. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, thanks for trying to keep me on point. You're actually the first landmark I've ever interviewed. And, you know, I know you have had a lot of traffic on you. So when I say, you know, when you think of night, when you think of sleep, uh, when you think of comforting things, uh, what could you tell me that I could then relate to the audience? You know, because I know the audience doesn't speak landmark or icon like I do. Okay. Well, you think about traffic. Uh, you think about the people looking at it. Oh, wow. Because you get, I wonder what John Berger would say about this. Uh, you, you have people looking at you and looking from you. So it's an experience in that many. I mean, a lot of people, was there a Beatles song? Oh, no, that was through you. You also probably have people looking through you. Like they say, well, there's that bridge. Oh, there's a bird behind it, you know? Or there's a beautiful dusk or dawn sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to take the attention off of you. Uh, my, do you mind if I call you my dearest, I, my ripper of an icon? Okay, so at night, I guess, yeah, I did take it off topic. Uh, that's kind of my job. But uh, So what would be part of a, a sleep routine? If this is for humans, which you have a lot of experience with. Uh, do, you, do you ever get called ancient, even though you aren't? Uh, oh, save that for other icons. Okay, well... Okay, so you think about the fact that people are looking uh, through you, from you, and upon you at the same time. That's very nice. Uh, how you enable journeys, you empower, you're part, you know, you empower photos, I'd say, too. Oh, you're a symbol, yeah, of, 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 of all Australians everywhere. Uh, I like that. Uh, your bridge or gateway. I think that's how I introduced you. Did you like that? Okay, so, yeah, so you. Think about the stories of the people passing over you. And you, oh, you really do try to send them some positive rest. You know, you say, stay alert while you're driving, but later, I hope you reach your journey and relax. That's a very nice thing. And I'm sure it gets, you know, evenings, it gets like a more relaxed and more chill, huh? Well, thank you so much for your time. I learned the word RIPA. And I'm at the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and not that far away is uh, the, the, the the Sydney Opera House, and we're headed there next, floating around it. It was, uh, you know, inside is probably some performing arts or more than one event uh, as we float around it. Uh, 
it realized that uh, Avery Truffleman brought this to my attention, uh, that uh, you're covered in tiles, uh, uh, which is like uh, something we don't always know. Every year, more than 1.2 million people attend performances where you are. Hundreds of thousands of people go on tours there. And you know, you know, you kind of look a bit like to me. You look like, like a bit like a, a cool modern shells, uh, like a shell within a shell within a shell, and then some shells on the side. Oh, hi! Okay, yeah, I just got here. Good to meet you. I'm Scoots. And uh, do you have a, 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 a word for me uh, to learn other than uh, did I bring you any macas? Uh, oh, what's a maca? Oh, like a, like a, oh, McDonald's. I didn't know. <laughs> That's the last thing I thought I'd be talking to you about. Mickey D's, Maccas, Maccas. I think it's Maccas, huh? That's why you're, you, you also have a, a very joyful look if I'm personifying you. Now you particularly, like you in the Sydney Harbor Bridge, you do get a lot of photos. You have people inside you enjoying performances. You've been around since, uh, you, you know, the, 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 when the 50s became the 60s. Uh, you know, people used to say in America, these days are my, these days are yours and mine, happy days. I think they were talking about the 50s. Uh, and you, you, people, like, I'm not the only one that refers to you as a shell. And, do, do, like, uh, oh, here's the thing, I may be wrong. Like, are you, uh, you also have, like, a... Uh, you're precast concrete, right? I love that. You know, my I live by a concrete or a cement plant. Uh, and my favorite cousin, Kevin, he's in the, the either the cement or the concrete business. I know those are two different things that I get mixed up. And, you know, you have a theater, you have a concert hall, you have uh, other performance, uh, like places to perform, correct? You've, had, you've hosted uh, podcasts there before, like uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, yeah, so it's good to meet you, Marcus. Marcus, like uh, you could really rhyme with that. So I'm also here. I'm curious uh, what sort of um, uh, like when I think of like I'm oh by oh I'm a sleep podcaster. Yeah, I mean one day I'd like to perform within you if that's if that's kind of does sound like uh, uh, strange to say, but you are uh, an icon. So I'll just move on because yeah. And uh, so what kind of advice, uh, what kind of uh, ideas, when I say, what's your sleep story? What's your formula for sleep? Uh, beautiful view of the harbor. Yeah, that must be relaxing. Wow. Okay. So the, that the water is constantly changing. It's constantly moving. It's reflecting. It's absorbing. Are you an Aquarius? Uh, I think, I think, you. no, you're not. I'm pretty sure you, like, you were open, but when you were, uh, oh, cons- yeah, I guess that's different, uh, you're right, because uh, your, your groundbreaking was in March, uh, but you were open in October. I think that makes you an Aquarius, between you and me. Or does Aquarius end on February, like, because uh, I'm right on the cusp, but I get all those things mixed up. I mean, the only reason we ask is I find water very soothing, too. Oh, also. Oh, all the performances in you. You think of the hum. And you're talking about more than just a, a, a physical hum. In an, so there's a physical hum, 
of the audience. There's an audible hum. And then there's something deeper and more palpable. Yeah. And that can be soothing. Yeah, I can see how that would be part of a, a like a like a bedtime routine is uh, is thinking about that. That actually is a restful. Uh, you're right between you and the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Like uh, thinking about having some distance, but also knowing something's happening there. That is very powerful. That is very powerful stuff. That's very relaxing too. To say okay. Yeah, there's a, like, within that thing is some, uh, yep, oh, there could be dancing, there could be singing, comedy, podcast, maybe a sleep podcast, maybe one day. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Okay, you know, you know, I think I was looking at you on Y2K, uh, you had some great, oh, you remember that. You said, silly humans, uh, just look at the harbor. Well, that's very comforting to think that you're there. You really are embracing art in a way that uh, few people do. Well, thank you for your time. It's a pleasure. That's the Sydney Opera House. And from my next spot, we're floating in a place I would have pronounced incorrectly. I would have called you Bondi, but you're Bondi, right? Uh, or I say Bondi, then you correct me. Uh, Bondi Beach uh, is here. Uh, just out, just outside of uh, Sydney. Guess I approach. I'd say that your curvature in your sand are two of the things that strike me. But I know that, we, like I also see these the pools alongside that people are swimming in with the ocean in the background. I hear about your festivals and your parks. Uh, your uh, your farmer's markets, which, which we would call with the selections of food uh, and the pro tips of, uh, hey, come in the morning before the wind picks up, uh, is one I picked up when I was researching you. Oh, Bondi Beach. Hello. Yeah, I'm Scoots. Nice to meet you. Oh, would I like a Sanger? I'm not sure because I know, like, I, like, I know you're so friend. Oh, so you're being friendly. So I would say I would love a Sanger. How about a Sanger? How did you say it? Because you're, we communicate by, like, uh, unfortunately, communicating with icons doesn't help me uh, understand what you're saying. Sanger. Sandwich. Oh, boy, is this good. Is this from, uh, oh, it's from one of the food, food, food purveyors. Mm. Uh, really a pleasure. And, you, you know, we were talking about how much we love the water. And how much we love, uh, like, how soothing it is in the harbor. But you have, uh, you know, access to the ocean. People come. You're very popular uh, uh, for people to come out there and uh, for amusement, uh, for relaxation. And uh, for, for a very long time, uh, historically, uh, people have been coming and visiting you. And I know, like, it's funny to a lot of American, and I know you even have famous TV shows named after you. Do a lot of Americans call you Bondi Bay, or is that just me? I'm Scoots, I'm a sleep podcaster, and this is one of the best singers I've had in my life. Uh, and if I'm, so far I'm three for three on making uh, Australian icons giggle. Now, I'm also trying to find out, like, to talk to, you know, there's, like, a, a large number of Australians and of people worldwide 
that just don't get enough sleep. It's not easy to sleep. And I make a podcast, uh, and believe it or not, you're part of it. Congratulations, uh, you know, and all of your accomplishments. I'm sure this is, uh, right in the, you know, in the lower, lower third area, but it's pretty, you know, maybe the higher end of the lower third, uh, because it did make you giggle, but I try to take people's mind off stuff, help them fall asleep. But when you think about like formulas for sleep as people like wind down, oh, the motion of the waves, uh, Oh, yeah, and, like, sometimes when I'm in the water, I do feel that. After I've been in the water for a while, I can feel the motion of the water. Uh, you must, you, 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 oh, that's what it's like all the time for you. But you've, you've leaned in and embraced it. Oh, you also think about the, 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 the motion of the people in the water and the emotion. Okay, yeah, you can see how that all that comes together. So you're saying at bedtime, Something nice for you that you enjoy is a, a calm, soothing motion, or the idea that you've been in a comforting motion. You know, they, they do say, I think that's probably what babies maybe experience uh, is that calm, steady motion. Yeah, I can feel it. I can really feel it. It's like uh, your memory, your muscle memory, uh, your sense memory. Oh, and you're quoting Warren Zevon. Holy cow. Warren Zevon is like a, like a, one of the people that's been quoted on the podcast before. Enjoy every singer. Holy cow. You took, wow. So uh, think about the motion and think about enjoying every sandwich or every singer in this case. Uh, Sanger. How about that? Does that sound more like, uh, oh, that makes you laugh even harder? Uh, enjoy every singer. I think he maybe he said, this is a pretty good sandwich. Uh, this is a pretty good singer. And maybe I said that, and I didn't even realize. Uh, I didn't even slow down enough to say I mean it. Uh, in my time with you, bon- Bondi Beach, uh, Bondi Beach, uh, if I'm calling you by our pet name. Oh, no, you prefer? Okay, that's fine. Uh, it's been a it's been a it's been a moment it's been a lovely moment in time. I'll see you later. And now we're floating off into the blue mountains, uh, and faster than you could say, land erosion and beautiful sandstone mountains. Uh, because just like a sleep podcast, there's really nothing like uh, this. The sands, the sandstones of time, we would say. Uh, we go up from uh, Echo Point, uh, or you could take, uh, you know, the scenic railway, but funicular, one of the funnest words, uh, that other than fun, that starts with fun. Oh, no, it doesn't. It starts with F-U. Oh, please, I'm pleased to meet you. I'm here with the three sisters. Now, we're close uh, to Katoomba, is that correct? Uh, uh, looking down at the Jameson Valley. Uh, beyond there sometimes there's some mist sometimes there isn't uh oh three beautiful rock formations like pillars uh uh like pinnacles and uh, hello yes i like i did want to learn a, a word from all of you uh oh you're in the blue mountains true blue Ooh, that means australian uh oh in the greatest sense of the word oh well you have a true blue view uh, and a, b- b- a view of the Blue Mountains, uh, 
it's good to meet all of you. Now, you, you live up here on um, uh, an escarpment, and I want to make sure I can try to at least get your names close. Uh, and you're part of a famous uh, Aboriginal legend, uh, Weemala. Is it okay? Hello, nice to meet you. Uh, gonna do, gonna do, gonna do. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, I'm only here, I'm here to make icons giggle, so thank you. It is, uh, it is like, I'm, I'm trying to really capture the essence of what is true blue, though. And me nah, me nah. Uh, okay, well, it's, it's Scoots, thanks for introducing me to the term true blue. Now, like a lot of the icons I've already met this evening, I'm having getting to travel on this wonderful journey. I can see you have, and now you have more. Well, here, here's another question: uh, Could I blow kisses to all of you uh, without, like, kind of messing things up? Because, uh, like, uh, okay, uh, yeah, okay, one kiss, two kisses. In three kisses, blowing across. Oh, the warm evening sky. So when I think about the formulas for sleep, a nice, warmer, cool breeze and mist. Uh, okay, and when you think about that, when you think about unwinding, okay, because you're made from stone, but you still have things growing on you and within you. Wow, that's powerful. Like uh, all sorts of, or yeah, wow, you are, you put the, uh, uh, Oregon organic kind of uh oh so you think about the warmth of the sun but not the actual temperature but the feeling oh yeah is the sun okay so that sense of uh not only does the sun trigger growth uh uh and it like uh, okay yeah yeah, I know what you mean. Like, especially for you, all of you, or you, you as a collective uh, part of the Blue Mountains and as a, a part of the Northern Escarpment, I just like saying uh, Escarpment. Uh, would you want to watch me ride a funicular later? Oh, you just want to hear me say funicular? Well, how you do, like, uh, you know, I've met, I've never met three sisters quite like the three of you before. I don't think I've blown any kisses, honestly, to three sisters either. Okay, so it's part of a nighttime formula. It's part of a bedtime routine. Think about something like that, like the, 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 the radiating energy of the sun, of course, with plenty of screen on, of course, but you, you like how it uh, warms rock and stays within the rock. I love it. Uh, well, thank you all for your time. I'm headed, oh, where am I headed next? Uh, you want to talk about giggling. My next stop uh, is I fly off and I blow three more kisses away. I'm headed to the big banana. Oh, boy, do I love saying the big banana. Uh, another true blue icon, you know, that you could enjoy on a Sanger. You know, there's a peanut butter and banana Sangers uh, I've had. I think Elvis had something else on there, maybe. I don't know if you could buy that at a Big Mac, like a Mackey's uh, or Maca's, uh, whatever. Uh, oh, you're laughing. You know, you already look like a smiley face. Uh, now, for people that don't know you, uh, you actually are a big banana. But you're you, like you're known for being a whole bunch of fun, which, you know, we love puns here at Sleep With Me Podcast. You really are a giant banana. 
and you're also an attraction behind, you know, you, you, uh, yeah, oh, you don't have to, I don't have to state the obvious, do I? Uh, well, that is true blue. Uh, but what, oh, Fair Dinkum. I think I've been called Mayor Dinkum before. Maybe it was Mayor Mc, Mc, McCheese that worked at Mackey's for a while. Uh, and you, there's other big bananas that kind of try to replicate you. But you're part of an amusement area, an amusement park, right? And once upon a time, bananas were grown here. We could walk through a banana. And you're one of the Australia, of the true blue, the big thing, true blue big things. Uh, oh, no one says that. Well, I do. And a lot of people come here uh, to families, uh, people looking to have fun, uh, fans of bananas and banana products. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, oh, what's fair dinkum? Uh, you, you, um, fair dinkum. I'm not sure, but I can, I can say that you really, I love, like, you really put me in a good mood. Oh, and that's the fair dinkum. That's the truth. I, I swear, I, I, I solemnly give a fair dinkum uh, that I'm a big fan of the big banana, and it makes me almost giggle when I say it. And, oh, that's already, you already knew why I was here, so that would be one thing you would think is a formula for sleep is smiling. Things, just remembering times you were laughing, whether it was when you were a kid. Ooh, so however you're feeling right now. So if I was thinking about high school in a, in a non-sleepy way, I could think of a time I was laughing with a, like a big banana smile on my face. Uh, that is a nice formula for sleep. Thank you. And I'll tell you what, like, between you and me, this is a fair dinkum. Uh, there's a lot of things in Australia you want to visit, but I am a big fan of uh, theme parks and amusement areas with a lot of history like you. So I'm excited to, to meet you one day. You know, no, no, on a, like in a non-work basis, uh, that's the fair dinkum. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure seeing you as well. And now we'll head on a little bit of a journey, the kind of journey you could sleep through uh, into Victoria and uh, long and winding like my meanders, but great is the Great Ocean Road. Oh, you've been, you know, you, you, you also known as, you know, simply but efficiently as B100. And you have a view of the sea. Uh, you, you hug the surf coast and you head 244 kilometers. Uh, which, you, did you, did you know I'm jealous that you get to use a metric system and that I don't? Uh, yeah, it's just something that's not a. Oh, before, okay, thanks. Good to meet you. Servo, thank you. I'm here with the Great Ocean Road, and I'm learning some Aussie slang. And Servo is, uh, well, I, I think Servo was in a movie, uh, what was it called? Number Five is, is uh, was that the name of Number Five in that movie? You don't know what I'm talking about. Short Circuit. It was a movie that came out a long time ago. That's probably, you probably didn't see it. Uh, so there wasn't a servo in that movie. What about in uh, another movie? Oh, pro oh no, uh, 
Am I thinking of uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm here to talk to you. I'm so silly. And fi- well, I was trying to buy time while I figured out what Servo stands for. Oh, before I go on a, a, a road journey, I need to, to stop at a, a Servo. Oh, gas station. Could I pick up some snacks at a Servo? Yeah, I, I would like to pick up a little bit of, uh, you know, some soda, some chips, uh, yeah, some water, of course, and gas, uh, yes. Now, you're known for being beautiful and useful. People, like, will cycle on you, they'll run marathons on you, uh, and they'll go for historical views, you know, the, the island archway, I think of. Uh, oh, don't forget the London Arch. You're right, uh, you are so right, uh and I think about like uh, the podcast because you, like if someone else was driving and I could be on, you know, riding on your uh, laneways. I don't know what's you know if, if it's all servoed up. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, would I love to visit the grotto. And yeah, don't worry. We're one more stop. We're going to make on you. We're going to visit an icon on an icon next. But before I do, what do you think about uh, bedtime and sleep? Like, uh, you know, people coming up with their own formula for sleep, their own sleep story. Uh, what would you say? Oh, go on a meandering, calming, beautiful journey. Oh, for example, an Australian might recall some stops on the Great Ocean Road uh, or, you know, just by pictures or some other journey. Oh, and then depending on how you could recall it, uh, inch by inch, or landmark by landmark, or just what you remember. Wow, that is beautiful. That is like uh, pretty much how I make my podcast. Well, yeah, thank you so much for your time. It really is a pleasure. And our next stop is a uh, good thing we we stopped at, at the Servo, because out here on the Great Ocean Road, our next stop is the Twelve Apostles. Uh, yet another beautiful formation of uh, limestone in this case. So not another, you know, not just another, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't want, of all the uh, rock formations, it would be hard for me to determine, like, uh, which rock formation would you rather have irritated with you? The Three Sisters or the Twelve Apostles? That's really a tough choice. Well, of course, on the surface, it would seem easy because you, Twelve, uh, you know, have a pretty good connection. But then I say, well, that's the three sisters. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I did blow them kisses, uh, like wave, a peaceful wave to all 12 of you. Yeah, here on the Great Ocean Road, uh, there's another, oh, wow, I'm sorry. I guess, you, well, there once was 12, and now there's eight standing. 12, 12 stacks uh, to eight Oh, no, this is very American of me. You're right. So there never was 12 stacks uh, to make up the 12 apostles. Okay, there was eight of you, and now there's one. one. Okay, it just like repurposed itself by nature. Okay. So now there's a seven standing. Uh, Because there's a promontory. Can I say that word? I don't know if I can. A good view of, 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 of you. And, oh, there's more snacks to the west of you, formed by erosion, of course. Uh, 
out there in the Southern Ocean. A beautiful, soft. Uh, yeah, you, have you ever seen the movie Goonies? Because there's, oh, okay, focus on the whole of you. I was just thinking when I think of ocean stacks, uh, yeah, I guess those aren't limestone. You're you're correct about that. Uh, I'll tell you what, you know, I think I'll stick with the three sisters as far as staying on people's good good graces. Uh, oh, no, I'm just joking. Of course I am. Oh, yeah, I'm here to learn. You're right. I'm here to learn from all of you. Defo. Uh, oh, definitely I should learn from you. That one, uh, because I like a defo, a defo, defo, defo. That reminds me of William, Willem Defoe. I almost called him William. That made all of you laugh. Yeah, see, that's just, I'm just trying to find what's going to make you laugh. Uh, how can I make the iconic, uh, Places of Australia laugh and giggle at me and stay in their good graces. But, you know, first in the three sisters' good graces, just because, like, uh, I really want to go on the funicular there. Uh, but I do love, you know, there's not much I love more than an ocean breeze. Uh, oh, okay. So that's where we would start with the, the, our, our our journey to sleep with the... the, the all of you, we'll just say it like that instead of, uh, yeah, all of you, uh, is, uh, that a nice ocean breeze, uh, and, oh, thinking about the power of time in a good way and how, yeah, you, you're formed and reformed, you, you, and, and you're open to change, uh, because of the, the slow impression of time. And sometimes things may change fast, and, and the rest of the time, wow, you really put like uh, you, you really put the e in erosion, and I mean like uh, the exciting or the elucidation. The e, yeah, I guess that would be really a defo. Uh, so let's let's thank thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, the passing of time. Yeah, the power of erosion. It could be a calming power of erosion. What about uh, people just lying in bed and, uh, like, letting the day kind of erode? Yeah, they could do that, too. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks thanks for your time. I mean, that was the uh, the 12 apostles we collectively refer to them as. And now I'm here in Melbourne, uh, Australia. Or Melbourne, Melbourne. Melbourne, I think, is, yeah, that's hello. I'm floating above uh, Melbourne. And I'm headed down to Federation Square. Oh, what are, you know, now this is a modern uh, public space uh, here. Yeah, so I'm going to float. Oh, boy. Because uh, I know those uh, gas and fuel buildings were not everyone's thing, right? Uh, am I right or am I right? And could you, could, would you say you're the, like the jewel, like the, uh, you're a jewel. Okay. A, yeah. I mean, I love a, a good city square myself, uh, you know, place for public events, for gathering, for walking, for relaxing. Yeah. Maybe listening to a sleep podcast, uh, sleep podcast performance. Oh, for just yeah, reveling in the public. I'm already having. We're already having a thing here. I've already got rapport. Really, like just a beautiful place to gather. Uh, 
and to spend time to do things. Uh, oh, to meet people, to laugh. Oh, wow. Uh, now we're getting deep. Uh, and of course, to attend things. Oh, boy. Like, uh, whether it's the theater or the National Gallery. Uh, yeah, I would love, even though I make a podcast, I love the moving image. Uh, so, uh, going to the Australian Center for the Moving Image would be a dream of mine. Uh, you want to teach me a word, shook, shook or shook? Oh, you want, just want to hear how I'd say it so you could laugh. That's cool. Uh, so shook, shook, chicken, chicken. Yeah, because you handed me a, a, a shook sandwich, uh, or a chook sandwich. Yeah, this is delicious. Okay, this was made uh, during one of the festivals here. Really good. Really, I'm enjoying it. And, uh, you know, I hear that uh, there's even uh, and there's, uh, like a labyrinth with a passive cooling system. That's pretty cool. Uh, that, oh, oh, that may be another uh, icon will teach me that word. Uh, uh, well, okay, yeah. So I'm here uh, traveling and, and visiting these beautiful landmarks uh, like you. Could you tell me, like, uh, one thing that'd be helpful to anyone listening about coming up with their own bedtime routine or something to keep an eye out for that you've learned? Like, uh, okay, oh, wow, the essence of a city square, of a public gathering place. Uh, It's a place of community and solitude or both things at the same time. Oh, so like, almost like, uh, sometimes we practice solitude. Sometimes we're a member of a community. And sometimes we're in one thinking of the other. Wow, holy mackerel. You know, for a square, you really have like, a, like, a, like both a geometric form of thinking and a circular form of thinking in the best way possible. Well, thanks for teaching me that word. Like, uh, it was one I didn't expect. Did you know I met the big banana? I thought that would make you laugh. Thank you. It's time to depart uh, Melbourne. It's time to depart Victoria. It's time for, you know, those places to laugh at my pronunciations. As we head to the Great Barrier Reef, the largest coral system in the world. 900 islands, 2,900 reefs, uh, over 2,300 kilometers, uh, and today it's a scorcher. Thank you, thank you. That means warm. It's a warm day here at the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, uh, Not just a symbol of Australia, not just something that draws people, uh, but you're teeming with life, I would say. Uh, but there's so like, uh, I've heard that like there's 30, uh, like 30 bioregions within the reef, uh, in 70 within your area. And that, you know, like you are one of those true blue things that Australians are proud of and that connected, they connect to, and yeah, that are working for, right, right. Holy cow. So you've seen a lot, right? And with your biodiversity, you, 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 you've seen it all or, well, no, okay. You've not seen everything. And yeah, of course I would like to, uh, to visit you one day, you know, maybe like, and the nice thing is if it's a scorcher, 
you could get in the water and, and, and kind of relax and unwind. Uh, okay, like you say, you'd want to go, you could talk about grand stuff and history stuff, uh, but you'd like to think of it as, uh, like, in simpler terms for people. Okay, tell me more. So, okay, so almost like observing fish, you're saying, is one way. That could be part of someone's, like, a, a sleep formula. Is just, uh, oh, observing their thoughts like fish. Wow. I think, uh, have you ever thought about uh, opening a practice? Like, uh, oh, because you're a giant reef, you're right. Yeah, just, uh, okay, so just observing your thoughts like they're fish and saying, huh, okay. So a little bit of distance and detachment. Oh, more than that, seeing the beauty. Saying, okay, well, at first it, that thought looks a little spiny. Oh, but it also has that beautiful tail. I didn't notice that at first. There's the stripes. Wow, I don't know what else to say other than... Uh, yeah, thank you for introducing me to the term scorcher, and uh, and thanks for all you do. We're really indebted to you, and yeah, one day I hope to uh, swim in your presence and observe your um, fish. Oh, biodiversity, you're, you're right. Thank you for teaching me that term as well. And now we're here at Fraser Island. So out here in Queensland, Fraser Island, now I know you're known for having beautiful coast and lakes within you and a lot of four-wheel driving, uh, uh, but what people talk about most is your sand, uh, that you are the long, largest, uh, oh, the Great Sandy Strait, I like, I like that, uh, oh, that's your area, oh boy, uh. Uh, but that you're like a lot of four-wheel driving, a lot of history, uh, volcanic bedrock even. And I know not only are you known for your beauty, but for your dingoes, right? Uh, like, uh, And that's something, oh, so I sh- we could have a barbie, which is a barbecue. That is one of the uh, words I'm familiar with. A barbie with a view. Oh, boy, do we have a view here on Fraser Island. You have mostly people having fun, and uh, oh, some some dingoes just uh, out in their natural uh, habitats, and just wandering around right at a distance, uh, just kind of watching them. We're here quiet, except for my talking. You're right, Fraser Island, having a Barbie, a smell-free Barbie, of course. Like uh, you're right. Uh, so when you think about uh, sleep stories. Uh, what do you think about as as an island that's seen a lot? Uh, you know, you, you have uh, thousands of years of history within your volcanic bedrock. Uh, what what do you think? Uh, you just take it easy, man. That's cool. Like just uh, oh, so so you did. You see a lot of people having barbies for for having barbecues and spending time with one another, relaxing. Uh, in in a lot like in a respectful way, and you like that uh, that they could be on the beach uh, enjoying uh, food, family, and fun. That's uh, wow. So we're, we're like treasure those memories, right? Because you're an island, you kind of have to appreciate it secondhand. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for your time. Now, our next stop is, oh boy, is this beach beautiful. Himes Beach, uh, 
Oh, man, on the shores of Jervis Bay. Yeah, really, really beautiful. We're here in the afternoon. And, uh, oh, man, really breathtaking. The water. Oh, yeah, Himes Beach. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I love sand. I can see wildlife uh, frolicking. And uh, really, what a, wow, what a view. And I'm even further away now. And I can see cottages, oh boy, and homes, B&Bs. Uh, as I get closer, how you doing? Uh, you are one heck of a beach uh, and a heck of a bay. I could see why you're so, people say you have the whitest sand in the world. Oh, wow. And, oh, Arvo. Arvo, Arvo, and it's a world I uh, already said, huh, um, well, uh, what, uh, Arvo, oh, not morning, not morning or night, uh, evening, no, oh, afternoon, Arvo, here in the Arvo, Ar- Arvo, you're laughing at me too. Okay, so what advice, you you know I'm here, luckily, uh, all you icons talk to one another. You all get together and hang out sometimes, uh, talk about us humans. I'm sure you have a lot of laughs. Uh, oh, you'll have a lot more now that you've all met me. Yeah, so uh, what would you advise you? Oh, imagine or remember when you were walking in soft, uh, cool sand. The feeling of it on your feet, uh, between your toes as you press down and press forward. Maybe you're running your feet to the, through the, through the sand or burrowing it down. Or just a slow, gentle walk across the soft sands of Himes Beach. Thank you. And it was wonderful meeting you. And now we're headed uh, again on a bit of a journey, not that far out of Alice Springs in the Red Center, uh, what we uh, Yanks might know is the, the Outback, uh, is, uh, and we might call it Ayers Rock or Uluru, uh, there you are, oh, the greens and the reds. In you uh, rising up, uh, one of, if not one, uh, one of the most recognizable physical natural landmarks in the world. Uh, you're made from sandstone, but you're not just what we see. You run deep, uh, deep underground. And you also have quite a relationship with the sun and the sky. Uh, you, you know, like, uh, research would say that you're kind of like an island, uh, an island of sandstone. Uh, would that be correct? Uh, some might call you a monolith. Wow. Right. Thanks for, uh, so nice to meet you. And, uh, oh, how's my tour of Australia going? I'm having a great time. A cracker, a cracker of a good time. A gr- oh, is that great or good? Cracker, cracker. I'm having a crack of a good time. Thank you. It's such a nice to meet you. Okay, so when I think about, uh, you know, I'm here talking sleep stories, I'd love to just, uh, I'd love to lie on you. I'd love to hold you. 
and I'd love to just stand at a distance and soak you in. Uh, so what, what advice do you have? Uh, so you have like a deep coloration of calming colors. You, you, that's not a humble brag. I would agree with you a hundred percent. And, uh, so think about something. Maybe somebody could get a giant painting of you. Would that be, would you be comfortable with that? Uh, uh to look at now you're, you're ancient and you're modern, uh, you're historical, you're natural. Uh, you know, you're surrounded by living things and uh, covered in living things. Uh, you're, you're important to many peoples. Uh, okay, but just, I guess, you know, how come the, the greatest uh, natural icons give the most basic and deep of advice? Uh, just think of warm, calm colors uh, as part of your bedtime. They could be a, a part of a bedtime wind-down routine. In your cases, shades of red and orange, uh, uh, constantly changing. And if they need to, they could watch maybe a time-lapse video of you or photographs of you. Wow, that is amazing. Thank you so much uh, for your time. And now we're headed uh, to another uh, beautiful, beautiful piece of landscape. Uh, Carlu, Carlu, or uh, they, the, they who shall not be named marbles. Uh, uh, please says it's important culturally and spiritually. You're one of the the oldest original sites, one of the oldest religious sites in the world, uh, as well as a place with beautiful natural rock formations. Uh, so Carlo Carlo refers to the area as well as these balancing boulders, and that's probably why they shall who shall not be names marbles are also there. Yeah, a little bit. You know, you know I don't always meet uh, uh, natural areas uh, that whose name I can't fully say. So I'm sure that's giving you a good laugh. Uh, well, yeah, what, what, what would I say uh, to a game of uh, natural marbles? I'd say, cool, man. Oh, gnarly. Oh, boy, that is gnarly. Uh, I don't know, like, the idea of uh, supernatural beings playing marbles here. Uh, would I would hope that, uh, like, uh, like that it wouldn't be... Uh, who was that dude in that Marvel movie? Like it would be the the good good team, and not um, that would win that game of marbles. Uh, but really, your gigantic boulders, uh, uh, part of a granite formation, right? Uh, like a lot of it underneath the earth, as well as uh, you have a lot of uh, spiritual significance to the Aboriginal peoples. But I've also heard you called, you know, a nubbin or like a degraded nubbin. And I don't know if uh, the gnarly nubbin, that's what they should, maybe they should, that could be your nickname. Because I can't say the other one on the, can't say the blankety blank marbles on the sleep podcast. Uh, so it's also known as the gnarly nubbin. Uh, pretty cool. Oh, what advice would you have for sleep? Millions, you've you've gone through millions of years. Uh, you've gone through change, uh, and uh, 
you have a connectivity to the earth, but to the spirit of the earth. So, yeah, you do have a great spiritual significance. And, uh, well, not everybody does. Uh, oh, that's interesting to think about. If you do have a spiritual connection to the earth, uh, or some sort of connection, like, greater than our understanding to the earth. Oh, I like how you're phrasing that. Uh, yeah, because, like, even feeling gravity's pull, right? Oh, that might be a better way. Yeah, to feel gravity's pull. And maybe, like, uh, expound on that if you're comfortable, but if not, to say, wow. Because you're feeling gravity's pull and we are at the same time. That's something we share with the gnarly nubbins. Uh, okay, or Carlo, Carlo, thank you so much. Uh, glad to make you giggle. Uh, thanks for uh, teaching me about gnarly. Uh, next up is Australia's third largest island, Kangaroo Island. Holy cow. Uh, all the way in South Australia. Uh, you were separated from ma- the mainland uh, 10,000 years ago. So you've been on your own a while, uh, we could say, correct? Uh, long enough uh, to say, oh, uh, perler, uh, perler. Well, but perler would be like uh, like someone that, like a person that sells pearls would be a perler or a person that makes pearls. Uh, so a clam, a oyster, no, but that's not what perler means. Uh, huh. Well, I would say it's nice to meet. Oh, you're saying it. it's nice to meet you. So, Perler, what's that's Perler, man? Like learning from you is Perler. Now, question all all Americans and people across the world are going to ask is: Are there kangaroos on Kangaroo Island? Uh, not just kangaroos, but beautiful people, beautiful lighthouses. Oh boy, uh, agriculture. Oh, wine. Hey, just because you like so many things to see, even remarkable rocks. So we see we've met some remarkable. You have trouble saying that word. Oh, don't forget! In addition to, to the uh, eucalyptus and the uh, kangaroos, oh, the admiral's arch. Okay, and we learned parlor from you. Um, okay, so what you would say? Oh, this is similar to uh, the Great Ocean Road. We talked about this. Uh, so you would say to people, think about a place you visit or you want to visit, uh, different places. So like you're saying, the rocks, the lighthouses, the Admiral's Arch, uh, the eucalyptus on uh, Cape Willoughby Road, uh, the kangaroos uh, bouncing along. Oh, maybe you're imagining a kangaroo. So it would be a good part of a wind-down uh, the formula for sleep is a kangaroo hopping from destination to destination on vacation. Thank you so much for that. Uh, that's uh, Kangaroo Island. And now we're flying into a valley uh, not that far from Adelaide, uh, Barossa Valley, and uh, formed by the North Par River. Now, I know you're famous if you're wine-producing regions uh, and your natural beauty. Uh, but also you have, like, uh, great food uh, here. So if people are looking for a gourmet tour and experience uh, with traveling, you might be the place to go. Is that safe to say? It is. Oh, and one thing I could start with was is brekkie. Does that have to do with, like, that one that's going on in England that rhymes with brekkie? Because that's not sleepy. No, brekkie. Uh, I would start the day with a brekkie. 
that sounds like a great sidekick. It's Scoots and Brecky touring Australia. Oh, breakfast. Oh, that makes sense. I'd start the day with some good brekkie. Uh, it sounds delicious. A defo, I would do that. Uh, maybe even have some shook or some chook uh, from Mackey's. Uh, yeah, I knew I could get you to laugh. Uh, so with you, oh, you, you would say it's part of a, a, a formula for sleep is uh, remembering... Yeah, some for some people, uh, FOD could wake them up. But for, you're saying for the people it doesn't. Uh, picture your favorite meals. Uh, okay, I could see that. Uh, or maybe their presentation or their ingredients. Oh, farm to table. Think about that. The farm side of it. That's a good way to take it out of context in a sleepy way. You know, it's a strong sign of intellectual ability. Is the way you just did that. Uh, yeah, think about, uh, say, okay, well, where, like, think about grain, think about grapes growing. Even I, like, uh, yeah, I could think about that. Uh, in the sun, soaking up the sun's rays, soaking up water. Okay, yeah, I like that idea. It's just, yeah, and that's a passive, relaxing thing. Uh, yeah, all, all the other things out there. Really? Oh, man, and then maybe go to, a, like, a, a gourmet festival of food, music, wine. That sounds wonderful. Thank you, uh, Barossa Valley. Uh, uh, whenever I have brekkie, if, uh, I'll think of you, it, especially if I have a sidekick. Uh, maybe I could take over for Mayor McCheese, uh, and Mackey's would hire Scoots and brekkie. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that, but, you know, my sidekick would be Oh, more of a farm-to-table breakfast sandwich. I love that. All right, it's great seeing you. Now, if Big Banana wasn't my favorite thing to say on this journey, this next stop would be it for sure as we head into Western Australia and we see land form, uh, uh, the Bungle Bungle Range. Uh, much like uh, haircuts uh, or uh, natural things, uh, the hives of, uh, like those haircuts, the, the haircut beehive haircut, uh, your, your towers, now your conglomerates of uh, sandstone and other things, correct? And really cemented it together. Uh, oh, the red basin, I like that idea too. Uh, and, you know, I saw this aerial view of, of uh, the range, uh, kind of like you you put the good, you like you're the good side of Badlands. Uh, you ever heard that? Uh, yeah, that is a perler of a comment. You're right. Uh, so, oh, Bucks uh, was the term you were supposed to teach me. Bucks, um, and my brother's nickname is Bucks. Uh, but then I think of like, uh, why would you use the term Bucks? Oh, you got assigned it. Oh, well, that's... Uh, you know, I, I see how, like, in between, like, you have, like, uh, you're really layered in a way that is breathtaking, if you don't mind me saying. And I'm trying to buy time. Could bucks be money? Well, you're mega, like, you, like, you, you're worth more than money. Because, uh, uh, I don't know, you almost, you're like a real, like, when people make uh, sand art, they're trying to emulate you. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, they quite, can't quite do it justice. Uh, and what would you say? Oh, orange and gray banding. 
Oh, because it's uh, different layers of sandstone. Oh, depending on what, uh, uh, oh, so like your different layers uh, depend on the weather, the historical weather, and what other beings are there. Uh, yeah, like just like the like al- al- algae, that's a word we could use on a podcast for sure. Oh, or metals like iron, manganese, okay. Yeah, so, oh, we're all layers. You're right, we're layers of, uh, but just not physical layers. Oof, man, and, uh, like uh, Australian formations uh, really run deep. I, I think I could put that on a shirt and maybe sell it to myself. So we're all made up of many layers and many different things. Uh, and sometimes you got to take a little distance to see the beauty. That is That is part of a good, that's a good bedtime reminder. And also saying bungle bungle, uh, like a bit, like a, I'd like to bungle bungle big banana. I'd like to introduce the two of you. Oh, you know each other, one another. Okay, great. Okay, now our next stop is Rottnest Island, and uh, we're here to see the Quakas. Uh, now a lot of Hollywoodization of Australian animals has happened, so. You'll excuse me for my ignorance and uh, how my curiosity of why we've been deprived of your cuteness. Because uh, here on Rottenest Island, not only is the island beautiful, but uh, you are super cute. And I hear now, I hear uh, you know you may not be as popular, but people like they t- talk about uh, koalas. They talk about uh, like a kookaburra. They talk about um, kangaroos, and, you know, they get that Hollywood movie money, and Quakas, you really don't, like, or I I just, uh, it's my fault uh, for not noticing you and your macropod, uh, so you kind of just eat a lot of vegetation and stuff, uh, and visitors are not supposed to feed you, right? You're just supposed to wander around and look good, and you really do, like... uh, Holy cow, are you cute. Uh, now, are you a mammal or a marsupial? Or uh, you are a mammal uh, and a marsupial. Oh, those are the same. Those are in the same. Oh, interesting. And, uh, okay. And uh, what word would you have uh, to teach me? Because I've learned a lot of good words. Uh, oh, what's my favorite word that I've learned? Well. Uh, you know what? It's a ripper to meet you, Quaka, is what I'd say. It's a true. This is like another true blue moment that people don't necessarily know about. Like I'm not kidding. Like that you don't get the hype you deserve. Oh, so that would be your advice for bedtime? Would be thinking about something cute, uh, whether it's snuggling with something cute uh, or stuffed animal, stuffed Quaka, a stuffed uh, a plush version of a Quaka. Or just picturing one, you know, making that cute face you're making. I don't know how to describe you. It's almost like if you took a a kangaroo and combined it with some sort of cuter animal that's smaller so that you look more snuggable, like a, not a kitty cat. I don't know how to describe you, but I'm sure people will imagine the cutest animal they've ever seen, and that will help them carry them off to bedtime.
Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. It was really Ripa or Cracka, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and uh, I can't get you anything from the servo because you just have to subside on your natural diet. Thank you. Now we're going to fly over Lake Hillier. And, oh, boy, have you made the news because you can be seen from outer space. Uh, and when people say, Scoots, what would I be seeing from outer space? I would say a hot pink lake is a, like a, oh, yeah, like a, you're right. Maybe I should use, it's like a scorcher of a pink. Uh, like the scorcher, it's a fair dinkum to say you're the hottest pink lake I've ever seen. And that is because you're a saline lake. Uh, and really, your color does, is permanent, right? You're permanently hot pink. Uh, now, you are way off the coast. Uh, you're in Western Australia, off the southern coast, and just off the, the southern ocean. And you're beautiful. Uh, really, uh, you're really eye-catching. I, w- I would like, I know we're probably not supposed to swim in uh but I do like saline lakes and, and salt water. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm so free with you. It's a ripper to meet you. And, yeah, I guess you could see a perler. Yeah, you, you are a perler of a lake. Uh, easy on the eyes, a perler on the eyes. And, okay, so what advice do you have for uh Okay, so think about a bath, because uh, you're like a salty water, and sometimes people like to put like Epsom salts in their bath, uh, or floating, or then imagine, okay, so lie in your bed. So this is a really good part of a sleep routine, or coming up with a formula for sleep is just lying there. And imagining, so almost like this is a real exercise, they could imagine they're lying and Lake Hillier, uh, the pinkest lake in the, the hottest, the scorcher of a pink lake. Uh, all their bed is like the lake supporting their weight, uh, gently cradling it. And, uh, wow, that is deep. Uh, some would say you're gum, bubblegum pink, uh, even. Okay, well, I was just trying to figure out a way to make you giggle. Uh, what if I kiss my bicep in front of you or my shoulder? Okay, well, that'll make you there. consider it done. I'm kissing my bicep and my shoulder in front of this hot pink lake. Uh, I feel like a bucks, as they would say. I feel like I'm money. Uh, and we're headed off now. Now, we've had quite the journey uh, as we headed into Tasmania and into Cradle Mountain and the Lake St. Clair National Park. And really, the perfect place to end our evening. You know, I'm going to barbie up a singer, like with some ingredients I picked up from a servo on the way here. Uh, and I'll tell you the fair dinkum, it does have some chook in it. Uh, I did also bring some maccas and some micas. Uh, but it's been a rip of a day, a cracker of an afternoon. It's been gnarly. You know, I've, at moments I felt like it's a scorcher. Uh, met a perler of icons and landmarks. Uh, and now I'm here with uh, Cradle Mountain. Uh, you know, you have a ton of beautiful flora and fauna. You're also known uh, for, for uh, fungi or fungi, like uh, 
I know the strawberry bracket one. Uh, I know people can climb you and spend time and that you must have a great view uh, over the area. Uh, and not only that, you have four summits, right? Uh, uh, Cradle Mountain. Uh, oh, that's your main. That's you. Okay, great. Sorry, Lake, uh, Lake St. Clair is your region. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Uh, really, like, uh, I'm thinking about this true blue journey I've had uh, across all of the icons of Australia, really learning uh, what it means to, to create your own formula, your own sleep story, what's going to work uh, for everybody. Okay, and I'm just wondering, uh, as we look across uh, your lakes, uh, your water, your sky, uh, up here, the sixth highest mountain in Tasmania. Uh, what would uh, be kind? Wow, that is uh, so. Just be kind to yourself. Uh, that's good. That is like the foundation of a uh, uh, proper wind down routine. Uh, you heard it here from Cradle Mountain. Be kind to yourself, whether it's kissing your shoulder. Patting yourself on your back, holding your hands, or, or taking the time to have a nice structured bedtime routine that feels good. Uh, you deserve it. Is what, and, and be kind to yourself, and then when you're rested, you can be kind to others. And, uh, yeah, th- thank you. And then, and then I want to say thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Thanks and good night to the Sydney Harbor Bridge for teaching me Ripa and what is great. Uh, to the Sydney Opera House, uh, uh, thanks for, for teaching me. Uh, like uh, I already forgot what words I learned, uh, but I did learn the word uh, Sanger, which I was glad to learn. Uh, and I was glad to meet the Sydney Opera House uh, from the Three Sisters. You know, I think I didn't learn the word servo, but if I could stop at the servo and get them some flowers, I would. From uh, Bondi Beach or Bondi Beach, as I mistakenly called it, uh, I learned the fair dinkum. Uh, the, the fair dinkum is uh, bedtime's important and having a routine is good. Uh, from a big banana, I learned uh, that fun's important, and uh, it's important to smile. And uh, shook and chicken uh, are the same thing. Out on the Great Ocean Road, I had a rip of a time, and I want to say thanks, thanks, and good night to the Great Ocean Road, to the Twelve, to the Seven, to the Eight, to all the apostles. Uh, uh, I want to say that things are cracker and gnarly. Uh, and uh, it's cool and great to meet all of you. Confederation Square, even when it's a scorcher, they have the passive heating and cooling. There's shade, and there's things to do there. Out at the Great Barrier Reef, uh, if you you know have some money, some bucks, uh, support the Great Barrier Reef, uh, and then take a trip there, a responsible trip. Fraser Island is a perler of a place. Oh, boy, is it a perler there. Uh, Himes Beach is a great place to spend in Arvo in the afternoon. Holy mackerel, is it? Uh, if you're going to have a Barbie, don't have it at Ayers Rock. Uh, 
But the same colors you might see there, you could see within the rock uh, across the day. Uh, when you think about uh, the, the marbles of the person who will not be named, uh, you could think about Brecky and say, well, I'm going to start this day outright uh, with some good Brecky. Thanks for that and good night. Uh, oh, you're in for a, a, a surprise, a crikey, because uh, I forgot to learn that word. But Kangaroo Island just sent me the message as I'm doing these thank yous. Uh, I was as crikey as everybody else that I missed that, and I wanted to make Kangaroo Island giggle one last time. Uh, uh, if you're into food and wine, defo, visit Barossa Valley. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, uh, before you go to Bungle Bungle Range, uh, visit your maccas, uh, your maccas, and have uh, some brekkie. And then you'll fly above uh, Lake Hillier, uh, the beautiful pink lake, and you're going to say that's a rip of a good time. And then when you go to Rottenest Island and you meet the Quakas, you'll say thanks, thanks, and good night to them. But you'll also wonder how come Hollywood, uh, you know, doesn't, you know, make more Quaka-based movies. Uh, and uh, w- once we visit Cradle Island, we say thanks to Cradle Island, thanks to all the true blue, the Australian, the beautiful places that we visited tonight in Australia, for all your advice uh, and for taking us on this fun little journey. Good night.